Let's get it. Me, my guys, we really lie. Lord, forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in a console. Keep the semi when I ride. Let off Henny when I drive. In the city, we gon' slide. Bet I be there pronto. Speaking of, fuck it. Let's go ahead and do it. Like, we already there. Let's go ahead and get to this political chop to close this thing out. Yeah, uh, man. Because we cannot end the show without talking about the crooked ass. The crooked ass attempts to deny black people the right uh, to vote. I wouldn't even say attempts at this point. Them hoes set in stone. Oh, yeah. That yeah, it's law. Yeah. I know law. In, 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 in Georgia, them mugs are set in stone. You feel me? In Oklahoma, if you live in the state of Oklahoma and you decide you want to protest, you need to be very mindful and conscious of the, the laws that garner, you know what I'm saying, those little environments. You feel me? So if you are protesting in the state of Oklahoma and your ass get ran over, by law, your death and or you being ran over can be justified if you're a part of a protest. If you live in Florida, you feel me? There is right now a bill on the docket right now that says that if you protesting, they can take your right to vote. You know what I'm saying? They can shoot you. You feel me? They can kill you and get away with it because you're a protester. You know what I'm saying? They feel like there's any way, shape, form, or fashion that you as a protester are trying to get in the way of business as usual, traffic or something like that, they can run you over and shoot you. If you're in the state of Georgia and you see all the different ways and how they was able to make it when niggas is going to go vote, you want to give water, you want to give food, that is now illegal. You know what I'm saying? So, so listen, now, now what's kind of sparking this conversation is that uh, we all know what happened in Georgia. Stacey Abrams, uh, 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 Keisha Lance Bottoms, the, the black political machine in, in Georgia, which was a strong Republican um, a stronghold, uh, they fucked that up mm-hmm. all the way up. Georgia voted Democrat. And they and not only did Georgia vote Democrat, but both Dem, uh, Republican senators lost their races. So now Georgia, as a state in terms of the federal level, is represented blue. They voted the president, the blue, a blue president, blue senators. All right. One thing that we know, anybody who studied politics and studied voting uh, habits understand that when uh, voter turnout is high, y'all can mm. go check, check, go check the old tapes. Niggas was saying high voter turnout means Republicans lose, period. It, statistically, if a lot of people vote, most of them are not voting for Republicans. And so in order for Republicans to combat that, again, they not saying, fuck it. All right, well, let's be more open. Let's be more understanding. Let's be let's appreciate multiculturalism and all that other shit. Nah, they like fuck it. We're just gonna take away people's rights to vote. Now, according to Rolling Stone, um, the the, the newest anti-voter bill is what I call it, anti-black vote bill that came out recently. That's now a law in Georgia, currently does a few really fucked up things, right? The most fucked up is they made it illegal in Georgia to pass out water or other refreshments mm-hmm. to people standing in line waiting to vote. You know who did that for, for voters? Black people were doing that for voters. They made it illegal to refresh people who are standing in line to exercise. They right to vote. Mm-hmm. It's, illegal, it's, it's illegal to help them out. Now, can y'all give me any reason other than the fact that niggas did it, that Republicans would make it illegal to give water to people in voting lines? Can y'all give me, is there any other reason? I mean, am I tripping? Like, y'all know I don't fuck with conservatives. Is this biased? Like, what? 
Man, I mean, we know it's biased. To me, I think that, to me, I feel like it's more about how can we keep that steam that we had in 2018 for the midterm election? How can we keep that steam and everybody going to the voter turnout for, you know what I'm saying, 2020? How can we keep that in terms of seeing what's going down right now and making it with 2022 vote around that we had that same energy? We see what's going down. We see what's moving around. You know what I'm saying? At this point, I feel like even the most revolutionary of the revolutionary recognize that no matter how you feel about them laws, them laws, you have to abide by them one way or another and they garner how society runs. So mm-hmm. we see they able to do all this crazy ass shit to make it where we can't even drink and eat in damn line because we got to sit in line for eight hours because our poll area is crazy. You ain't making it where we have accessibility in a way. We're like, you know what I'm saying? I think we have to be way for us to try to keep the steam. Yeah, I think a lot of predictions are already that um, I think historically the same way George was talking about every time voter um voter activity, voter participation is up, Republicans lose. Uh, There is a trend that every time Democrats win, um, that they fail to show up for primaries and that they end up losing the subsequent terms. So a lot of times, uh, you know, the second terms have been a lot more close and a lot more contentious than the first. Remember, Barack Obama was legendary. He was historic. He was doing something amazing. And then what happened? We saw the uphill battle with uh, Hillary Clinton and how close that election was. And so um, I say all this to say, Democratic voters, right, or people who don't identify, just like we talk about not white people, but non, non-white people, non-Republican people, uh, need to build a relationship with the ballot that sustains in 2022, or it's going to be bad news bears coming up because the resurgence of Trump is already on path, right? Trumpism hasn't left. It hasn't died. It's not even that Republicans are going to win again. It's that Trump specifically is going to win again. And if Trump doesn't win again for some weird reason, whoever becomes the runner up to take his place or to unseat him will be have very similar politics with a nuanced approach that won't be enough for you to overcome a lot of your biggest fears. So um, that, and that's because Trumpism runs deep, right? If not him, that politic, that orientation, that relationship, that ideological approach to politics is here to stay. That's the true America mm-hmm. right there. Right. So there's no more cluelessness or skepticism about what's popping. It really becomes um, difficult to see a path for Democrats to have a resurgence. And I think a lot of states that you saw flip or even sit steadily blue will start to turn red again um, during 2022 because of people's tendency to be inactive once they win. Now, a, a few of the things that I, I, I want to add now that that's been the biggest. Right. Because I think that's the most egregious. Like that's the most gratuitous. Like y'all literally saying, yeah, fuck y'all. We, we trying to make it hard as fuck for y'all to vote. But uh, according to Rolling Stone, the new law also allows for unlimited challenges to voter registration, a tactic that has been used to racially profile voters, intimidate them from voting or knock them off voter rolls completely. The new provision uh, is just opening an even worse Pandora's box of race based, ethnicity based challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is where it's important, where Toya was saying that. Uh, Trumpism isn't going anywhere. Among the new laws, other provisions <laughs> are, are restrictions on mail-in voters. Voters will be required to provide either their driver's license or state ID number or a photocopy of their identification to cast a mail-in ballot. It also bans third-party groups from sending absentee ballot applications to voters and ends the use of portable polling sites like the mobile voting bus used in Democratic Fulton County last cycle. So pretty much they cat they 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 uh, cataloged all of the all of the uh, productive efforts mm-hmm. to get out the vote for black uh, for uh, for black people for urban communities, and they demonized and illegalized demonized all of those efforts. 
Now, the reason that this has to do specifically with Trumpism is because, as the Rolling Stone states, the new law basically codifies Trump's grievances against Republican officials in the state who resisted his efforts to overturn the election there. Now, y'all remember we we uh, we went over a call that Donald Trump had with Brad Raffensperger, who was the secretary of state uh, of Georgia in terms of overturning the election. If you listen to that call, what Donald Trump is saying specifically is that the mm-hmm. efforts of Stacey Abrams is kicking y'all ass. Stacey Abrams is fucking y'all up. And what they have done is they took that criticism and said, all the tools that she used, we are going to, uh, we are going to undermine. See, I, see, I, I definitely see that. And I also see it being like a functional contradiction of white supremacy that says that when black people try to say anything about the reality, we're going to try to chastise them and say that you don't vote enough. And we're going to say that you're not active enough in the political process. But on the flip side, when you get involved in the political process at record high numbers, we're going to do we're going to pass record goddamn policy that restricts your record ad coming out here again and doing what you did. So to me, it's just to me, it's just a white supremacist contradiction. And the reason why I think it's white supremacist is because I feel like at the at the at the at the forefront of what's being promoted is white superiority when it comes to lead, like literally the law and who gets to who gets to curate, you feel me, policies, who gets to be the people sit at the table when the policymaking process starts, and who gets to say enforce the nose and who gets to do all that. I feel like that's what to me yeah. is what it is. I just I don't know. I think the thing that baffles me the most about a lot of this is uh, that these are elected officials. And so when I see policies like this be formed, I think, again, I've talked about this in terms of like, remember, we was like, who the hell is voting for Trump? Like, it make you real skeptical and look over your shoulder in your community. And that's because the whole reason why these people are able to present these types of policies to do things like strip the Voter Rights uh, Act and to do all types of weird shit with voter rights laws and be Christians in one breath, but deny people water. The Bible literally says my neighbor was thirsty and I gave him drink and they just like no water for you. Like that is mind blowing for me that these same conservative Republicans would do these things. But, you know, I think the most scary part is that the reason why these things are able to happen is because people vote for these people. And it's not necessarily that they shy about their intentions or they're shy about their desires. Right. There are people who can be removed from office. Can, and it's just literally the American conscience is one that's like we want you to go and do these types of things. We're not upset. We're not angry. We're not appalled. These are, you're not doing things that don't reflect our needs. And so we're calling you and blowing your office up, telling you better fix your shit because we put you in there. We can take you out. No, this is what the majority of Americans want from their representatives. And that is mind-blowing because not that I felt safe before, but it's just like, this shit is deep because there's people co-signing. There's people electing these people to go in and make sure they their rights to make this country what it's supposed to be. Yeah, and, and I feel like and I, and I feel like this is where it, it kind of gets into the in, into that thing where it's like niggas is still arguing about whether or not we should vote. While motherfuckers yeah, don't, are saying, like, that's, don't that's even worry about that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's motherfuckers that's like, don't even worry about it. We got that. We'll take care of that. Yeah, thing. whatever. I, to you me, know, I feel like this woman that went to jail, to me, is like all, all well, the well, Let's be clear. Can... Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. The about woman the that right? went to... Oh, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Go say, ahead. Explain, did... explain who went to jail, though. Explain that. I'm about to set it up. Yeah, the whole world seen what happened January 6th, where a lot of people were able to take arms and go into the nation's capital and quote unquote protest, even though I feel like they were doing it very violently. Georgia State, the lawmaker, you feel me? 
Park Cannon was arrested and removed from the Georgia Capitol, put in handcuffs for knocking on the governor's door. A black woman that is an elected official. An elected official. It just happened to be a black woman was arrested and taken to jail for trying to be president. Huh? I think the charge she got was a felony charge, too. Ah, man. Yeah, it was It was on, yeah, that's that's capital grounds, right? That's that's state government. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, so you, 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 you get arrested faces, on... She faces yeah. a, felony, a, a felony obstruction a, a, obstruction and preventing or disrupting General Assembly. That was the two. Felony, a, a felony obstruction and preventing or disrupting General Assembly. Now, now, this is what makes this thing unique. Stacey Abrams commented on this herself. The bill, which was packed, let me let me make sure I got the, the, the time frame correct, because it was like that, right? Uh, the in the way in which they passed it. Let me just make sure I got. Uh, how soon did it become law? Uh, less than. Let's see, Governor uh, Brian Kemp signed the ninety-five page bill on Thursday evening, less than two hours after it passed both houses of the state legislature. Now, both houses of the state legislature of the state of Georgia are Republican controlled. Stacey Abrams is quoted as saying, in my 11 years in the legislature, I never saw a bill approved at such speed. This isn't efficiency. Republicans want to hide their shameful actions from public scrutiny. There was, there, there was, no, full, there was no conversation, right? Republicans knew that they needed to get this bill passed with no debate, with no conversation. And as soon as they knew that the media got a hold of what was being done, mm-hmm. then there would be enough pushback to stop it from happening. Within two hours of them voting on it, it was signed. Right? That's collusion. Like that is an active effort to deny the rights of black people the ability to vote. What's insidious about this and what I'm always talking about when it comes to the modern ways in which the political machine or the political machines mm-hmm. are used to disenfranchise black people is that because of how the people that are in control kind of frame what it is or phrase what it is that they're doing, mm-hmm. that's how they attempt to escape criticism of racism. For example, they make it about an issue of the integrity of the voting system. <laughs> Who the fuck got cap, arrested cap, for voter cap, fraud? Cap, cap, Somebody cap, help cap. me understand. Who got arrested for voter fraud? Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime yeah. you look at any efforts to do any crooked shit with a uh, uh, with with a uh, in, in terms of votes from 2016 to 2020, it's been Republicans. They do that shit. Common sense tells you that if if this is not a concern, if voter fraud is not a concern, if people who shouldn't be voting, voting is not a concern. The real reason why they are doing it mm-hmm. is to actively work to disenfranchise black voters. Period. Specifically, ain't no, ain't no way, to, ain't no way to get around that. Country. Ain't no way to get around that. So, I mean, like, it, it ain't even a really no point. And I mean, we we wanted to talk about that the, the current efforts, but it, I mean, shit, it's obvious. Yeah, it's obvious. It's obvious. It is. You live in Arkansas. If you, I, I, I know for a fact, I've seen that uh, uh, Arkansas is also, you know what I'm saying, trying to get them some bills that's similar to these anti-protesting. You feel me? And I just think that really throughout the country, especially if you live in traditional Republican states, you should be very mindful 
and going on and get your research up with me search on in terms of figuring out what the hell going on in your state and what the implications oh, yeah. will be if you decide to go protest, if you decide to go do something, what the implications is for you to be able to vote. This ain't about protest, but you know, the state of Arkansas officially became the first state in the country to ban uh, health care to trans youth. Yeah. So trans youth are no longer able no, to. No, Arkansas is my mind for some reason. Uh, Arkansas. Arkansas did some other shit too. And Utah yeah. did some crazy shit too recently. I think I think dealing with some trans, you know what I'm saying, some trans trans identities. So I just think that you know there's a lot of things that we have to take in mind. And I just feel like what I say white supremacist contradictions is that black people are murdered for not conforming to the law and not having a knowledge of the law. Meanwhile, the people that justify death for not conforming to the law are deliberately breaking it by passing unconstitutional laws and or talking about saying if they pass a law about taking my gun, I'm going to break the law and say, come and get it. If they pass a mandate and say I have to wear a mask, I'm going to not take my mask on and say I ain't doing it because it's that and the other. But if a black person break the law, they deserve to die. That, that is a contradiction. To me, that is a functional white supremacist contradiction of how the law gets to be pushed on the people and how it justifies our death in, in law. Because right mm -hmm. now we see the contradiction right now with George Floyd, you feel me, and Derek Chauvin. On one instance, George Floyd was big and bad and scary. On another instance, the same defense that's saying he was big and bad and scary in the in the courtroom, the legal courtroom is also saying that he was weak, and he was vulnerable, and he was a drug addict. So which one is it? Goddamn. What is it? Was he big, bad, scary, and strong, or was he weak and vulnerable and a drug addict? It's obvious contradiction. Obvious. And then, man, look, uh, uh, what you, is there anything else you want to add before we go ahead and wrap it up? No, nah, we can put a bow on it. Man, yeah, so, you know, it's as simple as this, man. Like, these these voting conversations, again, we cannot wait until the last minute. We can't wait until people asking you to vote to then be like, well, should we? Just look at the fact that they don't want you to. That's yeah, it. Right now, we can be making some people right now. 2022, if 2024, if instead of making who they pick for, we can be building somebody right now. Right now. And this and this is what I've been saying for years at this point. It's like if if voting did not matter, you would not see this much effort to stop you from voting. Yeah, that part. If it wasn't a big deal, why the fuck are they passing laws to challenge things that on face value don't need to be challenged? Why are they limiting the access the, or just limiting the accessibility uh, to voting to black people? If black people voting doesn't matter, Dominique, they're not doing that. They're just making it where you Negroes cannot eat or drink in the lines. Because we know last time we got the we, we got the voting poll back. They had chicken grease on it. We had people giving chicken out in lines and things and giving Kool Aid. We don't we don't want that to be in our vicinity. Yeah. They don't want watermelon seeds on their votes. They, on we don't want watermelon <laughs> seeds, and chicken right. grease all over all over the lines and things. You know, so uh, we're gonna make sure because obviously, guys, that's not civil. Yeah, man. So yeah, like we it, this ain't this, this it, I'm the political plug. This conversation ain't done. We we back. We took a little break, but we back. We about to be we ain't had a political chop in a minute too. But we got we about to get back at it. Let you know me uh, drop two shout outs real quick to actually Justin and Pinky Promise Life who said they learned something from these conversations. That's definitely a goal. You know what I'm saying? We want to hear from you. We want to definitely be able to parse through what what's happening around us with y'all. But if we just dropping little gems and little parts and components, that's better than you sitting through a news story that don't you know catch your attention and you still getting the scoop that's why we're here so i'm um, thank y'all for for pointing that out and recognizing that we're trying to just connect dots with each other not even for people but with people whatever with that looks like so shout out to y'all yeah shout out uh 
but yeah, man, that's that's that, man. That's the chop up. We back. We was going last week. Now we came back. Uh, I feel like it was a good one. Um, but we can't again before we close out this episode. Uh, definitely shout out to Cal State Fullerton. Like this is we are debaters at the end of the day. Yeah, like uh, like that's you know what I'm saying who we are to the core. We are debaters, and that and that word just was made. Damn it, you know what I'm saying? It it, it was. You feel me? And what y'all gotta understand is that again, Toya coaching the team to the Elite Eight, her squad. Again, she is a director of debate at Cal State University Fullerton, not a coach. Hey, hey, is Harvard or is Harvard or Georgetown still debating right now? Uh, is still in the tournament as Dartmouth. well as Pittsburgh, as well as Kansas, as well as. So it's Pitt, Dartmouth, Kansas, and. I don't know. Like actually, the the parents. I know Pitt won. I know that Dartmouth won. Um, one of the Michigans are still in. Uh, Harvard's got knocked out. Uh, Northwestern, I think, got knocked out. So you know, Northwestern, just a lot of Georgetown, not in there, huh? Okay. Nah, and here's the thing: you should know is a lot of these schools I just mentioned are Ivy Leagues or just top twenty-five institutions, whatever. And we ain't that. You know what I'm saying? We are pretty popping ass CSU, but you know, we're not. You know, technically on the same well, college. We're having a little Oral Roberts moment, minus you know some of the religious religious baggage. But we're doing our thing, popping out on people and really just kind of taking a lot of people by surprise. And so we got one more uh, opportunity to handle business uh, in a couple of weeks at seat of the other championship tournament. And that'll be the last go around. I was going to ask y'all, was, uh, when was Cedar going to be? In a, couple, week? in a couple weeks. Couple but weeks. I'm going to just say shout out to Jared. I want to say their name. Shout out to Jared. Shout out to Vontrez. I love both of y'all. I'm proud, proud of both of y'all. Yeah. Shout out to Jared. Shout out to Vontrez. Y'all did y'all thug this one. I know y'all going to come back with a fire lit up under y'all ass and come back and with a big next year. To Shanera and shout out to Anthony too because they definitely had a lot of shout out to Anthony. Hey, hey, Anthony, shout out to the queen on right now. I hope it's fresh, Anthony. I hope you ain't got on no goddamn uh socks and hey, let my man make it high. <laughs> and look, and look, Shanera, COVID, COVID then kept a nigga away because I know you got your, you got your baby girl and everything. COVID then kept a nigga away, but we gonna I'm I'm gonna holler at the queen. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Soon enough. Well, um, so but you said what? I said let's wrap it. Yeah, let's we out of here. Hey. Uh, again, man, everybody that was able to join us on the three platforms, the Consciously, the Chop Up Show on Facebook and on YouTube, we love the fact that y'all showed up. Please come back next Monday. We got more information for y'all. We breaking it down again for y'all. Y'all can find me, Damo, the political plug, at the political plug on Facebook, yeah. Instagram, YouTube. No, You find me at the Chop Up Show on YouTube. But TikTok, uh, we got Toya G. Go ahead, give him all your shit, Toya. Let me be fair. <laughs> Hey, listen, just higher definition LEC. I ain't gonna lie, life is busy right now. It's crazy. We cooking. I'm trying to get these kids to win these debates. So that's why I'm at right now. But y'all know y'all can catch me here on the chop up. Every now and again, I post something at Toy GC. Y'all can find me anywhere and stay tapped in. Cause when I'm on the move, I'm on the move, and I don't want you to miss that. I don't. Thanks. And then y'all know who the fuck Georgia. We ain't even gonna give him the opportunity hey, to say at the, end of, hey, at the end of <laughs> April, though. Yeah, but at the, I was doing something right. Hey, 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 at this point, shout out to uh Mick Bride sisters. Uh, black girl magic, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. They got some uh some some some, some nice tasty wine. They got some, you feel me? Some some uh some other stuff that start with a ro uh, 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 R, not rose okay. stuff too. But I like I like both of them. I like Riesling? both of them. That it was reasoning. Yeah, it was nice. You feel me? Shout out to that too. Hey, and too. Hey, hey, hey. You know what I'm saying? Because this is I'm feeling groovy like Austin Powell movie. Hey, Jeremy, fam, you still up in here, fam? Get your child ass by my comments, <laughs> bro. 
This is grown folks activities over here, fam. It's for mature audiences only, bro. And if and if you're not mature, just say that, bro. You feel me? I'm a, I'm a nigga that's comfortable with my skin and my sexuality, bro. So if you're trying to see my closet, just know you don't you don't I don't give you consent, goddamn. Right. Mind your business, bro. Move around, fam. Go get you a, go go pay good money for a therapist or a counselor, man. And stop worrying about what I got going on. Hey, but look at the same time, like the lame ass niggas that be in our chat, it's 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 engagement. So y'all can, you know what I mean, we'll just but leave the lames you. in the chat to the to the chat because our chat be lit and chat they be getting it. Shout out to everybody. Like, are we seeing y'all? We seen y'all. Shout out to y'all yeah, we, doing that thing. Shout out to all these youngsters that be coming in pulling up. It don't matter what yeah. your age is, where you're from, what you're doing. We 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 appreciate you know that y'all that y'all vibing with it. We dropping more gems, dropping another one dollars high school politics class. Yeah, you know? yeah, because this makes my day right here. That hey, that is right here too. <laughs> That's why I said actually, Justin, actually, Justin been showing love, but shoot, y'all know what it is. We know what it is. It's a love situation. It's a love yeah. thing right here in the chop up. So since y'all yeah, love us, make sure y'all come back next Monday. Yeah, I know where to find us. We took a little break, a little siesta last week, but we're back at it rolling uh, and headed face first into April. We're moving through this week. We move. I mean, I'm sorry, this this year. So yeah. uh, keep rocking with us. We're going to keep breaking things down. Uh, it's consciously, it's the political blood plug. It's your girl, Toya G. I don't know what the blood, the blood came the blood, from. Like the political plug, Toya G, consciously. And uh, Damo, take us out how you brought us in. Oh, Always, let's get it. Me, my guys, we really lie. Lord, forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in a console. Keep the semi when I ride. Little penny when I drive.